0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel
1: and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, Started off right with the high performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com.
1: Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years.
0: It's the Colin Coward podcast presented by FanDuel. Football season's here. No better place to get in on the action. FanDuel app is safe. You get paid fast. A lot of ways to play. The spread, the money line, team totals, players, props, a lot of stuff. Over-unders. Jump into the action. Same game parlays are my favorite. Just use the promo code Colin and download the FanDuel app today. So it's our Wednesday morning podcast. Joe Burrow for 30 minutes is going to be coming up in about five minutes. And, you know, I was thinking about something as I looked at some of the teams struggling offensively in the NFL. Tennessee, Indianapolis, Chicago. And I was, I was thinking to myself, there's 32 teams in the NFL. Like there are certain either coastal or glamour franchises. L.A., Miami, San Francisco, Vegas, New York, Philadelphia, Seattle. They're sort of coastal or, or in some instances like Vegas, they're glamour cities. Have you noticed how good the wide receiver play is in those leagues and the weapons are in those leagues? And the teams that are still driven by a running back, Green Bay, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Tennessee, Chicago, are often Midwest cities. I don't know this to be true, but it's just something that was banging around in my head, is that the Midwest part of the country is obviously less glamorous, but it's more conservative. They vote conservative, they live more conservatively, it's more about tradition. Coastal cities are, you know, let's be honest, most of the coastal cities I've lived in, your Miami's, your LA, your San Francisco, New York, you know, only about half the people that live there are from there. And I think young athletes are more prone NBA, NFL. There are cities they want to live in. They want to, I mean, look at the Dodgers ability, the Yankees ability, you know, players like to live when they're young in the coastal cities and the glamor cities, there's just more to do. And I was thinking to myself as the NFL in the last five years, wide receivers have become significantly more valuable. Look at outside of Kansas city which is Andy Reid, who's been the great offensive innovator post-Bill Walsh in the NFL for 20, 25 years. So take him out of it. Our Midwestern teams struggling and adapting with building rosters in 2022? Chicago, first two picks, a corner and a safety. O-line's a mess, receiving core's a mess. They have a new quarterback. Their sensibility, defense, running the ball. Green Bay. Let Devontae Adams go. What do they want to win with this year? Defense and a running game. Indianapolis. What's their weakness? Outside of Michael Pittman, they have no receivers. Running and defense. Cleveland. Got a great running back. Miles Garrett in that pass rush. Where are they thinnest? Weapons. Wide receiver. Tennessee. A.J. Brown goes. Running and defense with Vrabel. I'm just throwing it out there. The coastal cities are more glamorous, they attract more star receivers, and they're more prone and willing. They have a lot of young GMs on a lot of these coastal cities, and they're more aggressive. They're more willing to take big swings. It's a less conservative place to live, be in business or life. And I mean, like Tom Brady was going to choose Miami, the Chargers, or Tampa. Now you say, well, Tampa is not a big... Well, it's on the coast, Weapons, Miami, weapons, Philadelphia, weapons, Rams, weapons, Chargers, weapons, Niners, weapons, Seahawks, weapons. I count, you know, Vegas in and and Arizona for the record, though not a coastal city. It's a West Coast city. And it's just interesting. I look around at some of these GMs who I like the Midwest, four or five of the worst receiving cores in the league. Right now, the thinnest, they're all in the same geographical footprint. Cleveland, Green Bay. Indianapolis, Tennessee, by the way, Dallas, which is a glamorous city. So I don't really classify them. But Jerry Jones, as he's aged, it's pass rush, it's run game. Zeke will be leading us. I know it's weird uh, and there are exceptions, but it is kind of, I, I, I'm kind of fascinated by the league right now in the last four to five years has made this massive pivot to offense and wide receivers and big trades. Is it possible the glamour cities and the coastal cities are more prepared for it? I don't know. Could be wrong. Stuff to think about. So the Nathaniel Hackett, Russell Wilson drama in Denver is a very real thing. But it is interesting. As I watch Sean McDermott when he first arrived in Buffalo, Sean McVay when he first arrived in LA, Lincoln Riley when he first arrived in USC. Saban, when he first arrived in Alabama. Belichick, when he first arrived in New England. Coaches usually clean up and or master their side of the ball very quickly. Lincoln Riley has fixed USC's offense in six months. McVay did it in six months. If you look at McDermott and Belichick, they got the Bills and the Patriots defenses right. It took a while to find Brady in Cleveland. It was the defense that led him. They couldn't figure out the quarterback. But what's troubling about Denver is Nathaniel Hackett's an offensive guy. And it's the defense that's the strength of the Broncos. The offense is the shit show. So I, I was saying on FS1 yesterday, if you had a restaurant, you love the bar, you love the ambience, you love the staff, and you love the location, but you didn't love your food, and you brought in a chef and the food got worse, you'd be like, I whiffed on the chef. Everything else in the restaurant's good. What's troubling about Denver and Hackett he should be able to button up the offense quickly. That's his side of the ball. And then you hear Aaron Rodgers saying, oh, I love Nathaniel Hackett. He was my drinking buddy and we played darts and he made me laugh. I, I, excuse me? That That's not what I'm looking for. So I think the troubling part is the offense is in total disarray. And he's been there for like four months. I mean, timeouts, burning them, situational, disaster, They can't figure out their play calling on third down. They got the wrong personnel in. That is a huge concern because great offensive coaches, they don't have to win big. But Doug Peterson in Jacksonville, what have you noticed two games in? They've got the offense figured out. (laughs) Doug Peterson, former NFL quarterback, he got Nick Foles to win a Super Bowl. I'm not saying Doug Peterson's a great coach, but wherever he goes, Kansas City, Philadelphia, Jacksonville. He gets the offense figured out. Hackett's an offensive guy. It's the most disorganized offense with good personnel in the league. That's a huge problem, a huge red flag. So everybody freaked out when the transfer portal became official and the name image likeness sweepstakes became official. And I said at the time, listen, it's going to take about a season to get your arms around it and to manage it. It's a little wild wild west but it will be okay. Well, has anybody noticed you can no longer enter the transfer portal during the season? Wasn't that one of the things we touched on? A transfer portal's great, but you don't want coaches leaving from Labor Day to December 15th. You don't want players leaving and going to a rival team before a big game. So slowly but surely the transfer portal now is much more manageable. You can't enter it during the season. If you got weaknesses in week eight, there are weaknesses in week 13, and you have to deal with it. Even the NFL has like trading deadlines. I'm told the NIL, they're getting their arms around it. They'd like to get out of the paying high school football player business. And that college football in the NCAA will set up some guidelines. So you have to be in school to be compensated in name image, and likeness. Everything's met with outrage. Everybody freaks out. Take a deep breath. I've said this about COVID. We were experimenting for the first four to six months. Doctors, hospitals were making it up as they went. When something unexpected happens, expect a little chaos early. It doesn't matter if it's tech, the transfer portal, a pandemic. But The transfer portal now, take a deep breath, can't transfer in season. That's the way it should be. That was our number one concern. You shouldn't be able to go from Michigan to Ohio State in the middle of a season and give trade secrets. NIL, I don't have a problem with paying players. I just don't think you should have bidding wars for high school juniors and seniors. So it's all going to work out. Take a deep breath. Football season's underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Join today, get started, $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Promo code, though, is Colin to get in on the action. Always Colin. Turn game day into payday. Win totals, division winners, player props, week one spreads and totals. Play your way, bet on more than just the final score. You can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same-game parlay. My fave. Now, FanDuel is also live in Kansas, baby. Don't fumble your chance. 150 bucks in free bets, win or lose, promo code COLIN. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana E N Y or text H O P E N Y 467369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline one tennessee Visit one gamblernet in West Virginia. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs. To reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. So your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small business rates LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? 40 million. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Colin. linkedin.com slash Colin. Post your job for free.
1: With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: You know, Joe, you arguably played on the greatest college football team I've ever seen. Um, I mean, it was like 15 NFL guys. Now that you've pivoted to the NFL, I grew up first as a kid, as a college football fan. And then now, you know, my business, it's 70, 30, 80, 20 NFL. On Saturdays, because you guys travel on Fridays, I think. So on Saturdays, do you still go old school and watch college football games and check out the SEC and the Big Ten? Because I'll always be drawn to it, Joe, my entire life. I'm nine years old. Remember sitting there watching the Huskies and Don James when I'm in high school. What are your Saturdays like before a game?
2: Yeah, we have meetings a lot of the day, or we're traveling. And so I'll throw on a game if I can. And like you, I grew up, I didn't watch the NFL. I was a college football fan. Uh, So I'll watch LSU. They usually have a night game that I can watch. Um, Ohio State, I try to, but uh, I don't get to watch as much as I probably would like to.
0: Yeah, it was funny. I talked to Urban Meyer once. Before he took an NFL job and he told me, he goes, I've never watched football on Sundays. (laughs) I'm like, Urban, you may not want to take that job and make it up on the fly (laughs) because it's really, really hard. Is there anything about pro football? Like, I've always thought the college football pass interference rule is much better than the NFL pass interference rule. But if I trip you, it could be a 58 yard penalty. I think that's insane That's the part of I I, I don't like the college football overtime much. But is there part of college football you actually thought was smarter from like an organizational uh, management standpoint than pro football?
2: Nope, I don't think so. (laughs) I think I think I hate the targeting rule. I don't think anybody should get kicked out of the game for a play that's made in the moment. Uh, I think I think the NFL is just a, a superior product.
0: Yeah. So I made this comment the other day on the air. I said, I'm going to give you three quarterbacks. They're all really good. Burrow, Stafford, Brady. They all have something in common. They all practice because of different reasons. Two of them, surgeries or you know physical stuff. One of them, a family issue. They didn't play in the preseason. And all three of them had changes on the offensive line. And I said, there's no way you can say in week one, they're going to have it together. Brady scrapped, Stafford scrapped, and your guys' offense scrapped. I thought in the second half against Dallas, I was like, oh, okay, here it goes. I, f- I honestly felt like, I, as a viewer, I thought the light came on, you felt more comfortable. That was my, as a consumer, that's what I saw. Did that happen? Because I felt you were so much more comfortable for the first half of football this year. I was like, okay, that's Joe Burrow. that's the offense, that works.
2: Yeah, that was... uh you know, we got the quick game going a little bit. We, we you know, we had a 21-play drive in there, so we kind of wore them down. Offensive line was playing great. We were completing balls, moving the ball down the field, running for first downs. And so I thought the, the second half, we really picked it up. First half, you know, we just got behind the chains so much. We were first and 15 three times. And first and 15 in the NFL, it's going to be really hard to get a first down. So we got to eliminate those penalties, stay on track, stay in front of the chains, and then we're not going to get all these third down exotic stunts from the defensive lines that we're playing. The defensive linemen are too good in this league to go first and 15, second and 10, and then they're just teeing off like like it's third down. You can't play that way. Um, And so that's not a recipe for success. So we just got to eliminate that, and I think we'll be fine.
0: You know, I, I remember Mahomes' third year in the league, or maybe it was last year. People said, "Okay, there's a way to defend him. Don't give him anything over the top. Make him be patient." And now I'm hearing it with Joe Burrow. Joe, he wants to go, de- you know, because you you t- you let it rip, which is my kind of quarterback. And I hear this. Well, you know, um, uh, you know, he's going to have to learn to be patient. My takeaway is, well, there's an offensive line thing he's kind of working through right now, and a lack of repetition with his with this guys. When you hear that somebody says, "Oh, there's a way to defend Burrow." make him be patient. How does that land for you?
2: Well, I, well, my rookie year, it was the exact opposite. We couldn't hit any throws down the field, and so teams were challenging us, and it was make him throw over the top. And then after last year, it was make him be patient. And so I think we've done a great job of adjusting to what defenses are are giving us. And this year, they're trying to take the the d ball away from us because we had so much success last year. And so we got to find ways to find explosive plays, run after the catch without you know, getting those big one-on-one opportunities because we're just not going to get as many because our, our receivers are so are so good at what they do. And so we're going to have to innovate ways to find those explosive plays. But in the meantime, we're just going to have to take what the defense gives us, run the ball well, and, and find more points.
0: What is happening this week at practice?
2: Yesterday was uh, we come and watch the film, lift, make our corrections, and then today's the off day where everyone, you know, gets a head start on on the jets, and so ne- tomorrow's our first first week of pr- our first day of practice, and so I think everyone's excited to get back at it. It's only two weeks, obviously not where we want to be at, nowhere near our standard, but we got fifteen weeks of football left, a lot a lot of football to be
0: played you know Joe, I think people forget. If you watch a movie and the last 15 minutes of the movie are great, that's all you remember. You could you could watch an average movie, but if it has a great ending, everybody's like, that's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Nobody walks out of a laughing out of a theater and says it was an average movie. People forget last year. Go back to, I've talked about this on the air. I'm like, (laughs) the Bengals had a great ending to the season, but like week 10, let's go back to week 10. You guys were trying to kind of find yourself, if I remember.
2: Yeah, that was. I think our bye week was week ten, and we had just lost the Jets on the road and got blown out by the Browns at home. And I think I was on your show that week. Unfortunately, I don't think we've got to talk after a win yet. (laughs) Hopefully, that'll come this week. But that was yeah. We lost two games in a row several times last year. At one point, on on a six-game stretch, we were two and four. And so, you know, we just got to find ways to be more consistent and. Whether that's running the ball better, me taking care of the football better, getting the ball out faster, finding more completions. We just got to figure out, you know, a way to do that. Nobody's panicking. You know, we we feel the urgency of the two losses, but we're just taking it one week at a time. If we go out there and and take care of business this week, I think we'll be on a roll.
0: They always say you can lose games. You can't lose a locker room. You guys are really, really young. You lose three in a row. I get it. There's a feel of desperation. What's the level of intensity this week? I mean, because let's be honest. I've said this before. The Rams are not playing good football. I just trust their people. You guys right now, I, there are teams that are 0-2, like Tennessee, and I just don't think they have the weapons. I think I, I just see them struggling. I look at you and the Rams, and I think they got to get their own lines figured out. The quarterbacks didn't play in the preseason. I see moments. I saw first-half of the Rams this week, I was like, wow. I saw the second half with you guys. I went, yeah, they're they're fine. They just got to get this shit figured out. But but the reality is, Joe, you're 0-2. And this league yeah. is just brutal statistically to 0-3. Do you forecast an incredibly intense week?
2: Yeah, we got to go out and have a great week of practice. An intense week of preparation that will lead us into a victory on Sunday. Um, I don't think it'll be... Any different execution-wise in practice, but we might feel that urgency a little bit. Our own two, um, not where we want to be, but like I said earlier, 15 games left, 16 weeks left, a lot of football to be played. I think, you know, the biggest thing for us is starting off faster. You know, week one, pick six, fumble recovery in the first quarter we give them 10 points immediately now we're playing from behind now we're facing third down defenses prevent defenses keeping it in front same thing last week first and 15 first and 15 first and 15 they start out strong two touchdowns in a row and now we're behind 14 points 17 three at half now we're placed playing prevent defense third down defenses and so we we got to start faster so we can stick to our game plan run the ball play action take our shots when they're there and you know more of those shots We'll we'll open up down the field if we start faster and we're not playing from behind.
0: Is, you know, again, you're from LSU, so you played with NFL guys when you were 17, 18 years old. Same with Ohio State. I think you, I'm not sure if you were on the team with Chase Young, but Jamar Chase. Yep. Right. So you play Micah Parsons. I I commented during the game, it's like watching Ja Morant in football. Like he has like six moves. I'm like, holy God, this isn't like anything when you're when you know there's a Hall of Fame level when you're watching him a Von Miller or a Micah Parsons, I mean was he a little better in person than you thought? Is it I mean get, take me through like playing somebody and you know oh that that's arguably the best player on the football field
2: I wouldn't say he was better in person because I saw him on film and knew exactly what it, he was going to be He's uh unbelievably big, strong and fast player, but you know, it's not one di- one dimensional. There's a lot of a lot of good pass rushers in this league, but not a lot of guys like him that they can move around from three technique to edge rusher to off the ball linebacker blitzing and getting matchups on a on a running back. So they can just move him around, and do do a lot of different things with him because he's so versatile. And you know, I'm I'm excited to watch him keep playing because he's going to keep getting better and better. He's a young guy who's already one of the best in the league and. No, I'm excited to keep watching him.
0: All right. So you told us last week that you bruise like a peach. You're taking a beating. So you wake up Monday morning. What does it feel like at your young age? I actually felt great this week. Um, You know, I think diet has a
2: lot to do with it. You know, back in the, when I was at LSU, eating po' boys and gumbo all the time, maybe the inflammation in your body is a little, (laughs) a little higher than it is when you're eating a little healthier. So you know, the last two years, I've really you know focused on that and got that inflammation out of my body post game, and that's really helped with the with the soreness after that, and it allowed me to have better weeks of practice and maintain my body throughout the year.
0: By the way, I didn't know this either. Tomatoes cause inflammation. Spicy food. I I got rid of tomatoes and spicy food, not because I get hit, but <laughs> I had a nutritionist, and she said um i had a little joint soreness because i was playing tennis and she like went there on my diet and she's like god you just live on tomatoes you're all yeah. into spicy food and i'm like it's awesome i thought i thought it made it- i thought it revved your body up she said your inflammation issues are going to be awful so is that what you're talking about
2: yeah it's all individualized too so everyone has different ingredients or foods that their body reacts to differently and you can take this blood test that You know, they go through hundreds and hundreds of different foods, see how your body reacts to it, and for every person, it's different. Like, corn was very reactive for me, and so I try to, you know, eat as little corn as possible. Corn is in everything these days, so it's not, can't cut it completely out, but, you know, there's a lot of little things like that that you don't really think about that, you know, have helped my body.
0: This week's gold medal performance goes to a young star quarterback we all need to start paying more attention to. Has Jalen Hurts ascended himself to a star quarterback? Well, the Eagles are 2-0, and best offense in the NFC. He's not the biggest guy under center, but in 2022, that doesn't matter. Work ethic, A+, leadership, pedigree that the team craves, beloved by teammates, one at two programs collegiately. Question is, how far can he take Philly this year? This week's gold medal performance sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. The stock market's been plummeting. Many economists predicting it's just the beginning, which could mean tremendous losses in your portfolio. Historically, there's been one answer to this. Gold. In the 2008 crash when the market dipped, gold went up. Yep, Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust when investing in gold and precious metals. They can advise you on whether gold is right for you. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-674-HERD, 866 674 E R D. Or perhaps download their comprehensive gold guide. It's great at legacypminvestments.com. Legacypminvestments.com.
1: Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over fifty years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
0: You know, Joe, one of the things you've done, I like it, but not, you know, I've always been like, I like athletes who have an opinion on social issues. I'm good with it. I don't, I, I like, I don't think Tiger Woods had to have opinions on it. I don't think we should force people to say things they don't want to say, but if athletes go that way, I'm all, I'm all for it. And you live in a very conservative part of the country, Ohio. And, you know, you don't have a problem having an opinion on social issues. You're obviously pretty fearless in that space is, is, Um, and you're going to eventually have big advertisers coming in. Just how do you reconcile all of it? Like what goes through your head when we have a social issue, a cultural issue, how to, what's going through your head?
2: Well, my initial thought for everything is to try to figure out my own thoughts on it because there's not, I don't think there's one way to look at everything and I have to, you know, take in all the information and make my own decision on it. I'm a young guy who's, know trying to figure out my thoughts on the world every now and then. And um, if somebody asks me a question on it, I'm gonna answer honestly. I'm not gonna try to dodge a question. Um, I try to have a a great relationship with the media and so I wanna answer as many questions as honestly as I can. And you know if I feel strongly about something I'm not not afraid to to speak my mind on it. But I'm also not afraid to say that I don't have an opinion on it, that I haven't really studied it, and I don't really have all the facts on it. So um, I'm not afraid to go either way. But I think these days, everything is so polarizing that I think people that speak out can kind of bring people together in a way.
0: Yeah, it used to be, I'm in my 50s. When I was in my 20s, you could literally say, boy it's hot it's been hot this summer and nobody there'll be no argument now if you say that it's like oh you think there's climate change oh you're one of these global warming yet and it's like yeah. no i just think it's hot it's it's june i'm i'm over the summer i was in turks and caicos it's just way too hot for me i can't take july there and it is weird like parts of me wish i was in my 20s like the ability, my son's into tech, and I'm like, God, he's so much smarter than I am. He's so good with this stuff. He could be a hacker if he wanted to. I mean, he's got coding, and, and I'm like, I'm so, I was playing Atari at a bowling alley. Like, that's what we had. We didn't have anything. And then there's parts of being young, and I think, oh my God, what would I have done on social media? Jesus, this is, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, I would yeah. have been in disaster. Are there ever times you're like, I'm putting down the phone?
2: Yeah, I don't have any social media throughout the week. You know I really not a lot during the season. If I feel like I need a break from it, I delete it all from my phone. You know it can be kind of overwhelming when you're in the in the position that I'm in. you know everyone can kind of get a little piece of you here and there and I like to I'm a private person that I don't like to share very much, and so I try to keep my social media as professional as I can uh, whether it's pictures walking into games on the field you know try to keep keep my family out of it uh, because there's a lot of bad that comes with all that. And there's so much spotlight and so little privacy these days that you try to grab and take any privacy that you can. And so I don't have any social media right now on my phone. If I feel like I need to post something, I'll go on there and post it, delete it again. But, uh, you know, I don't like to be on there too much.
0: I'm, I'm the same. I have my staff run a lot of mine. Um, my kids different generationally um but family's different my wife's not on it at all so my daughter sat next to your parents your mom said she was incredibly sweet at the baltimore ravens game yeah and i always think god how would my mom have handled all the criticism i get right how do your parents deal with it especially moms yeah
2: that's uh we haven't really talked about that much um, you know fortunately for the most part Things have that have been said about me have been in a, a positive light. Obviously, there's a lot of negativity out there, but um, and then you know with the start that we're off to is also a lot of negativity. So I think that they are starting to feel the effects of that. We haven't really talked about it much, but I mean it's hard not to. I, I would imagine that they do, but uh, we don't really talk about that much.
0: Yeah, my mom came to me before she passed away one time, and she said, "Oh my," she had a friend who was kind of a gossip, but a funny lady named Norma. And she said, you know, Norma tells me you're very controversial. I'm like, mom, I'm not (laughs) controversial. (laughs) I'm like, I have opinions. I'm not controversial. I said, if you're brutally honest, you know, it ticks people off. So my mom was, ooh, uh, this is terrible. I'm like, mom, get off Google. It's not built for 72-year-olds. Like, get (laughs) off Google. (laughs) Joe, it was so brutal. I wonder if you'll get to a point where, mom – just get off it stop it
2: yeah i definitely have had to tell my dad that a couple times uh just especially early on it mainly at lsu when everything was starting to ramp up a little bit he's uh, like oh did you see this article this article i was like no dad i don't really like to look at that stuff he's like okay i get it i get it and so he kind of you know they get it and you know we've been this has been three years now in the spotlight and so all you know, my friends and family understand the the position that I'm in and now that they are in as well um and they are adjusted to it as just as well as I am
0: are do you still have high school or college buddies like 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 non football buddies like still hang with them
2: oh yeah my uh i mean those are really the my best friends that i I continue to hang out with these days. obviously, you make new friends through football, but you know it's just kind of hard to. To make new friends in the position that I'm in that don't really understand what this life is about, and so you know my friends from high school and college they watched me grow up and know me from before I was the person that I am now in everybody else's eyes, and I'm still the same person to them, and so it's so easy to go back to Athens, Ohio and hanging out with hang out with all all the friends that I hung out with when I was. 12, 13, 14, 15, just because, you know, they, they understand it. They get it. They know who I am truly deep down. And, you know, that's what I love about those guys.
0: Yeah. I always, I say um, my, my, it's like a parking garage. I just don't have any openings. There's no openings yeah. in my parking garage. All the spaces are full. Yeah, I, Most of my friends all get it. I have one high school friend two college and then, you know, buddies through my career. The only thing that's hard to describe to people for me as a public figure is my time. Everything has to be like my calendar every day is like eight things. Yours has to be double that, right?
2: Yeah. The main thing is like, if I'm trying to hang out with a friend that I haven't seen for a while, it's like, hey, do you want to go get some dinner? And it's like, yeah, I would love to. But, you know, where are we going to go? We got to get this private table we're I don't want to get bothered. I would like to sit down and actually have an interaction and conversation with you without having to cater to these other people. So usually we just end up getting takeout and, and eating at my house and watching the movie or something. And so that's kind of what my world has turned into.
0: Totally Cincinnati. I mean, I would think people in Cincinnati are mostly respectful of your space, like the yeah. Midwestern ethos, be a gentleman, be a good person. It's, that's what it feels like to me. I don't know Cincinnati.
2: Yeah, for the most part, people in Ohio. If I decide to go out, they'll wait to come and ask for a picture until I'm done eating. If I'm with my friends or my family, um, usually people in Ohio are extremely respectful in that regard. It when you go outside of Ohio is kind of when it gets a little crazy, uh, because I guess I don't. I guess I don't know. Maybe people just. In Ohio, feel they know it's my home. They know I'm from here. They understand that we have shared values, and the dinner table is a shared value. Uh, and then when you go somewhere else, maybe it's just different. I don't know. It's interesting.
0: No, you know what I think it is. They protect you in Cincinnati. They yeah. feel like you're you're a big part of their community, and they're protecting you. So they they the last thing they ever want is for you to feel like. Ah, this is a small town. I'm Joe Burrow. I, yeah. I think there's a lot of that where people they're protecting you. It's like the ultimate sign of respect is don't bother our guy. That that's yeah, my guess probably, on what it is.
2: You're probably right, and that's a big reason why I love being here is because the fans here are great. People here are great. They they get it. We all. I'm from Ohio. They're from Ohio. We all understand each other. And when you grow up in, in the same area. You all have a, a unique understanding of, of how you operate.
0: All right, buddy. Go get a win. Beat the Jets. Appreciate it. Joe Burrow. I love doing this on Tuesday. We have to talk after a win. We've talked three yeah. times. L's. I'm at this point. On all three of them. <laughs> I just, I got it. I don't want to become a bad luck charm. So go, go get yeah. a W.
2: Yeah, we need it. We need it bad. So hopefully next week we're talking under dis- different circumstances.
0: All right, Joe. Yep. See ya.
1: Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25 until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
0: Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com.